0: You're listening to Faith with Friends Podcast, where we talk about faith, relationships, and spiritual growth. Welcome to our circle and the conversation where we seek to know God and make Him known. Now, here's your host, Lisa Lorenzo. Hello, friends of God, and welcome to our part two series of A Word of Encouragement or Word of the Year. Today, I'm joined by two awesome women, Shonda and Daris. Hi. Hey. If you'd like to learn more about them, you can go back there with me on our intro episode and also on episode seven. So before we start off today's podcast, let me start by reading you Colossians chapter one, verse nine. It begins by saying, from the day we heard about you, we have not ceased to pray for you asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of His will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. Why? So you can walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to Him, bearing fruit in every good work, increasing in the knowledge of God, also being strengthened with all power according to His glorious might, for all endurance and patience with joy giving thanks to the father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints of light and why do i read that word because that is god's will for us god's will for us is that we would be filled with knowledge of his will that we would have spiritual wisdom and understanding that we would walk in a a manner that is pleasing and honoring to god being strengthened by his power all of that to say is we have this custom of choosing a word for each year choosing a word to pray over, to pray through, to focus on a word that we desire to grow in and an area that we desire God to develop in our lives. So on our last episode, on episode 11, I was joined by Melinda and Charlotte, and we talked about our word for the year. My word for the year is renew, but I can't wait for you ladies to share your word of the year. Let's go ahead and unpack that. John, do you want to go first? Sure. So it
1: was, Gosh, I think it was sometime in, I don't know. It was sometime in 2021, but I had, my word is abide. And I was, I jumped, I was on Facebook and that, that word, I was, I don't even remember the context of what the post was or whatever, but I saw the word abide and it like jumped out at me. And I was like, huh, I really like that word. And then shortly after, like, I had, I don't know. I mean, I know the word, I've heard the word, but it's for some reason, God, God, opened my heart to something at that moment. I didn't know what it was. And then fast forward a few weeks and Lisa had said, you know, okay guys, it's time to pick your word for the year and your verse. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's it. Lord, that was it. That's the word that you want me to do." And so I texted Lisa. She's like, "Text me privately what your word is." And I texted her and then I was like, "Wait, never mind. I think it might be something else." And and then I said, like, "Give me a minute." And then and then I was like, "Okay, and it was bloom was the other one." And I was like, "Okay, is it going to be abide a bloom?" And then this my my verse jumped out at me too. And I was like, "Okay, Lord, for whatever reason, you, this is the word that you want me to do. I know it." And so then I texted her again. Never mind,
0: it's abide. So yeah. Well, it's interesting because you really can't bloom unless you're abiding. That's so true. <laughs> hmm. so maybe the blooming is going to come as a response to your word, which is abide. Exactly. Exactly. And Darius, what's your word?
2: My word is joy. And it's funny how that came about because we fill out a card at church that kind of summarizes the previous year and our struggles in 2021, our victories in 2021, what's our focus for 2022, and then of course we pick a verse. And but we've been doing a couple of us have been doing just the word, and of course with our group as well. So one of my struggles for 2021 were my emotions; they were kind of all over the place, more extreme than normal. I'm my emotions are usually very uh, stable, and so. I was thinking of happiness, sadness, fear, all of the things that worry, doubt. They were they were affecting my emotions, and so I had another word, which is becoming a teaching, and and that's another thing altogether. But then joy. I don't know how it was. Rejoice, joy came into my heart, and and so all of a sudden, a couple of verses popped in, and I knew that that is the word that I needed. That regardless of those emotions, the joy needs to be constant. The joy needs to be there. Therein lies where I believe that I'm going to be able to focus on in order to give it out. I can't really parlay that and explain joy to anyone unless number one, I I know that that's a constant, regardless of sadness, fear, doubt, anger, happiness. Because happiness is not joy; it's an emotion, to condition. So. I have three verses and I suppose, do you want us
0: to do that yet, Lisa? You want us to wait? No, what I'd like to do is for each of you to give the definition of your word. Okay. I have it for me.
1: I think for the word abide, it's to, to have union with Christ, to be in constant union with him. And for me, this year... As, as every year, but this year more, which I didn't know. And God obviously knows the, the words before we do, but I really have had a lot of things happen in the beginning of the year that I have to constantly remind myself.
0: And we're I, only on day 21.
1: I know, which is <laughs> crazy. It feels like the whole year's already been in 21 days, but yes, just constantly having that union with Jesus.
0: Staying connected.
1: Staying connected, yes. Yeah, like you sent it to me, I think, Lisa, and it was the the vine and the branch. They can't, you know, the 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 vine can be can be okay without the branches, but the branch cannot survive without that vine. And so I, I can't survive without him. Can't.
2: Vine. Hmm, that's good, good stuff. And well, when I looked up the definition of joy in Merriam Webster Dictionary. Um, They they defined it as the emotion evoked by well-being, success, or good fortune, or by the prospect of possessing what one desires. Also, the expression of or exhibition of such emotion, a state of happiness or felicity, and a source or cause of delight. And the moment that I I read that, I thought, you know, that is such a, again, an emotion, a condition where for the Lord, it is, number one, it's part of it's it's one of the fruit of the spirit that that it's one fruit with all of these attributes right and one of the attributes of this fruit that the lord wants us to walk therein and to and to stand in and and it's a state of being so the lord's definition of joy is a bit is a bit different there sure is the world
0: gives joy when you're happy and things are going well mhm
2: exactly um, the happiest place on earth. Everybody knows I, I I love Disney and the happiest place on earth. But what when you walk away, there's people that get these the blues after the, our races and and it's so crazy because again, it's an emotion. It's not a state of being instead of walking away and saying, Lord, that was glorious. I rejoice in it's a state of being with him because you can't do that if in in the horizontal, it has to be a vertical state of being. It's not horizontal because anything will push us off the rock. Anything will push us off that pedestal, that of worldly happiness or joy or whatever that is that the world defines it. Even that the the definition of, of good fortune, okay? So you win the lottery. Oh my goodness, that's the most joyful thing that there ever could be. And if you, you know, piddle the money away or if you buy everything you want and, and you do Uncle Sam have-
0: comes and takes half.
2: Exactly. That's <laughs> that's
0: like your, that's relatives
2: crawl out of the woodwork. Exactly. exactly. It's not, that's not it either. It's not the fortune. It's not, it's so much more. And that's what I'm going to investigate and, and,
0: and internalize this year. coming. It's up. funny because the true meaning of joy is abiding joy. Mm. I love it. Oh my gosh. Isn't it. that I interesting that, that, that it's like tied together that abiding joy oh that gosh. is regardless, it doesn't matter what situation you're in. You have the peace that surpasses understanding and you have joy in knowing and rejoicing in the finished work of Jesus that we could have never done anyways. That's too much for me. I, that, that could have only
1: been the Lord. For real.
0: All uh, right. So share your verses with me. I can't wait to hear them. I can't wait to hear them. That's cool.
1: <clears throat> okay. So my verse this year is, it's actually two. It's Psalm 91, one through two. It says, he who dwells in the shelter of the most high will abide in the shadow of the almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. And that, that verse, I mean, I've known that verse for many years, but it really took on a special meaning for me with my word and with things that are going on in my life. And it it also kind of pairs with one of the very first verses that I, that I ever memorized was Philippians 4, 13. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Again, same thing. Like God, I have, I can do everything. That God has called me to do if I do it with him he will give me the strength to do all things he doesn't say like okay I'm gonna there's a few things you can do with my strength and a few things you can't all things I can do through through Christ who gives me strength so I I, I thought that was I was as I was researching the word that word kind of tied right to it And I was shocking how God does that <laughs> I,
0: love I love how he does that I love
2: it I know and well the verse that kept coming to my mind when I thought about joy was the the joy of the Lord is our strength the joy of the Lord is our strength and then I looked it up and said, it's in Nehemiah 8 10 and right before at the beginning it's a, it's a longer verse but I, I didn't concentrate on the whole I just wanted to see that part of the verse that's the first part that I that came to my to my mind and my heart and I started looking at was do not sorrow for the Lord for the joy of the Lord is your strength and that's Nehemiah telling I think it was Nehemiah that was telling Ezra or, or one of them that don't be afraid because they were coming to take down the, the temple. And do not be afraid. The The joy of the Lord is your strength. This is not by might, not by power. That comes later, but that's one of the things that I was thinking, not by might, not by power, but by his spirit. The The joy is going to be the strength, no power. This is not in and of myself. It's the Lord that does that for us. That's the fruit he gives us. So that was my first verse. Nehemiah 8.10, for the joy of the Lord is our strength, my strength. I change it in the Bible. I put my strength. And I again I underline that do not sorrow part mm. because so many things bring us sorrow again on the horizontal, but the Lord doesn't, He brings us joy. And that's but that big for the Lord, do not sorrow. For the joy of the Lord is my strength. Nehemiah 8:10, fabulous. Then God took me to James 1, 2, where he writes Count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. So, what's going to happen here when I do put this into practice and I begin to count it all joy? He didn't say just count your good things, good things, yeah, joyful. No, count it all—capital A, capital L, capital L—and like our former, pa- my former pastor and my husband say all the time: all in the Greek means. Oh, all. It doesn't mean all, but it means all, all, yeah. all. There's no exception there. So count it all joy. And that's tough. The girls we were discussing before, the, a, a very tragic situation and how difficult it is for us to count it all joy right. when we fall into various trials, whether it's a death, whether it's a divorce, whether whatever, a wayward child, a wayward teenager, a wayward adult we have to count it all joy because we know that the testing of our faith is going to produce patience in us. And patience, again, is one of the attributes of the fruit because what he wants is for us to have them all, all, all nine of them yes. built in one. We can't have one. Oh, well, I'm really strong on this one. I'm, yeah, we have strengths and weaknesses, but he wants it all to yeah. work together. Mm-hmm. And which is what, what Shonda was saying, crazily enough. So this is going to produce, right. I know this is going to produce patience in me and, and all of us, I believe me. Really need to work on my patience. Still at fifty-eight years old, and so my last—that was James one two. James one two. So we got Nehemiah, Nehemiah eight ten. The joy of the Lord is our strength. We have James one two. Count it all joy, and then Psalm sixteen eleven, which gave me the most joy in my heart, straight from Him, through His Spirit, through His presence. It's amazing, and it is. You will show me the path of life. I've been praying this every day, Lord, you will show me the path of life in your presence is fullness of joy at your right hand, are pleasures forevermore. So mixed in that Psalm 1611 is he's going to show me and in turn, I can show others. I've already used it. And I have a little story to tell you before we close out, but he is going to show me the path of life because in his presence is fullness of joy. Fullness. That's all again. Capital A, capital L, capital L. And it's that abiding presence again. Again. Yeah. Who would have ever, ever planned this this way? No one except for the Lord. And mm-hmm. the la and the end is just that promise. At your right hand, Lord, are pleasures forevermore. Because in his presence is fullness of joy. And at his right hand, and I am in his presence. He's in me. He abides in me. We abide in him. So how beautiful can that can that be if I can actually internalize it and if I can actually live it and then pass it along because we're not supposed to keep any of this stuff we're supposed to pass it and use
0: it all last year I was able to use my word quite a bit yes it encouraged me many times yep yep and this year I have already
2: and this is the story if I may Lisa we had a guest speaker at, at a couple's conference where the the wife said that they have a code word and their code word when they're about to get into a fight, her and her husband, or even even the children, which are younger, they say banana, banana. You know, like it was hilarious. And but it, they say it, it, it would cut. Their their family understands that the the minute banana is said, the conversation ends. That's it. It's an it's a pact that the family makes. So mm-hmm. when something's getting a little hairy, banana, and they're done. Okay. So since January first. I have tried to remember to say joy when I'm about to say something with my daughter-in-law or something that, you know, she'll say, she'll complain to me about my son and say, no, because Mark, this guy's a mess. And I'm like, joy. Okay. I'm going to count it all joy. Okay. I'm going to realize that the the joy of the Lord is my strength. And so I got her kind of doing it, it. but I'm going to keep going. I'm going to do it to, I'm going to say it. I'm going to, I have to live it in order to be able to pass it on. But that's my goal. I think that's the purpose of, of God using these words
1: in our lives. So that's so good. I'm going to do that. Abide. Abide. When I start to freak out, or when I yes. start to worry, or d- get distracted, which oh my gosh, constantly all day long, yeah. I abide. And that's so good. I love yeah. that, Daris. There was a lady called Elizabeth Elliot, and she did a whole yes. thing a long
2: time ago on abide, and she did John that the chapter in John, and she would say. She would do her hands very, you can't see me in the, in the podcast, but she would put her hands out and, and hold them down and say, stay put, abide, stay put. And I still remember oh, that. Stay put. so good. Hmm? I remember her saying that. And to this day, I I see your little hands. She would say, stay put,
0: abide. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So one of the practices of choosing a word is just praying through it throughout the year. And in our... Episode 11, Mel said, you know, she writes down the Bible verses, she leaves them around her house. And we we both shared that when we chose the word gentle, people close to us would remind us that our word was gentle when we needed it and maybe we weren't being so kind. And I have a friend that would do it to me. Well, that's not very gentle. And she said her kids would tell her, is that gentle? And she was like, why do I tell my kids my word? But- part of the wonderful, beautiful part of having a faith community and not only faith community, but sharing outside of those walls is people get intrigued. Like, what do you mean you choose a word? Is it like a magic word? What is it? Mm -hmm. And so as we pray throughout the year and we see God develop us in that area, he definitely grew me to be a little less, I don't wanna say assertive because assertive is healthy, but aggressive and try to have a more gentle spirit in the way that I responded and how that was probably the year that I should should have been the most aggressive. But God really trained me down. Like, no, close your mouth. Be still, gentle and quiet spirit. Okay, Lord, I got you. You got me. I'm okay. But these words, as they go developing throughout the year and you go praying, and then don't you think that God, it, the word just shows up in the most random places. It's like, God reminds you. You have your friends that will remind you, but then God reminds you with a song or another verse or a teaching where it's just, he's just pounding you. Like, remember what we chose. It's like, I chose it with you. This is what we're going to do together. So, have you guys experienced that? Well, it's funny because those, and I'm sure you guys can all
1: agree that like last year, my word, I was like, oh gosh, Lord, why are you choosing this word for me? It was faithfulness. And I'm like, this is, this scares me. You know, it's like when you pray for patience, you're like, don't pray for patience because God's going to give you things. Exactly. <laughs> so mm-hmm. when this, when I was choosing this word, I was like, Oh Lord, what, what are you, what are you doing? What, I mean, what's going to happen this year? You know, it's like the, but, and, and then he's like, that's why I'm choosing the word for you because you don't have to worry if you abide in me, you know, like yes. you freak out, like why I'm choosing this word for you because therein lies the word abide in in me and just remember that I got you, but yes, I agree. I and so many pe- or people, I have not shared my word this year with my kids, but I will now, but yeah, this, I agree. I, so many things. I mean, it's only day 21 and I had to cling to that word hmm. constantly. So, yes.
2: And I have found that I've tried every day like you said, day 21, but I don't think I've reached 15 of these days but I'm trying to wake up and before I even pray or or say anything, I just want to say to the Lord that I'm grateful for this day and I'm glad and I want to rejoice and be glad in it like the verse says. And, and I'm trying to remember that and make it a lifestyle because I know that there's a reason for it. I know that the Lord gave it to me in order to bring about a healthy change, a good change. So this is the day that the Lord has made. I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it. And our group, our thread, I'm I'm not gonna be exhaustive and do it every single day, but I'm gonna try once a week to remember not only to say it to myself, but to send it out, to send it out somewhere somehow. Sure. Rejoice, yeah. rejoice, rejoice, rejoice. Yeah. Let me rejoice in it,
0: regardless. This is the this is the, the key. It's regardless. Yeah. So So like, what do you think the difference is between somebody choosing a word and a self-help? I'm gonna choose a word, I'm gonna grow myself and I'm going to be disciplined this year and choosing a word and inviting God into it
1: it produces fruit when you choose a word that that is god honoring you know you want and you want you want it for a different purpose rather than how it's going to affect you and your good this is god how can i do this for the good of me spiritually not can i have more money can i have a bigger house can i have you know, better kids or better husband or whatever, it's God, how can, how can my heart be changed so that I reflect you as opposed to reflect Shonda? (laughs) Because Shonda ain't so good. God is.
2: (laughs) Right. And these are words that we have belief and know that the Lord has given to us. So it's grounded in something that is so solid, which is the foundation of God and, and Jesus Christ. Everything else, again, emotions, they will, they will, these resolutions, you know, if we took a survey, people with resolutions probably have already failed with them, but God is so constant, which was my word last year, and he is going to remind us it's ever present. This, this word is going to be present and it's purposeful. He will give us the strength to deal with fulfilling that, which he has with that word in our lives. And like Shonda said, it's, it's not to make us better for, for prosperity or for, it's to make us better to represent him and to share him. It it gives, it's a tool to, to be able to share with others what he's doing sometimes. Oh, this great teaching. And it's, it's weird when we get a verse every day and we share it. That's not necessarily for us that day because we're in the word. So we have whatever he's giving us that day. So it's overwhelming sometimes, but that's going to be a constant for the next 365 days or whatever's left of the year, which is what he has for us in order for us. And it's going to be timely. We may share it twice in the whole year or 200 times. We don't know, but we have to be ready. And so it's grounded in him. And it's like what Shonda said, it's, it's, it's really for our spirit.
0: Yeah. Right. Which takes it back to that Colossians verse. That is so rich. I think we should do a podcast just on this verse oh, gosh, because hurts. it's so rich. But I just want to remind you again, as you think about what word, what attribute, what character trait God might be calling you to, to cling to this year and to grow in whatever area you feel you need to grow in, that it's not that us, it's not that we choose the word and we do it on our own. It's that it is God's will that we would be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. He wants to give us Mm -hmm. wisdom. He is wisdom. When we come to him, we receive him and he is wisdom. Mm -hmm. He grants us understanding, but then again, it's that we might walk in a way worthy of God, fully pleasing to him. So as these words, you think about it, and you think about what you desire to have this year, let's talk for just a minute about what you wanna leave behind in 2021, what negativity, what sin, what burden or do you want to release to God this year, moving forward? I mean, there's a lot that I want to leave. <laughs> me too. Let's start with
1: COVID. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's start with COVID. Let's start with. For me, I think just wanting what I want. Like, I, I mean, like the, we live, and as you guys know, it, we, my husband and I, live in in Key West, Florida, and. And my kids live way far North and all of my family's North. My friends are all North I'm getting ready to have a grandchild. And I was, I was flying home a few weeks ago from visiting with my, my son, my son, my daughter, and my son-in-law. When I got home, I was just kind of bitter. I was like, I want to be here. You know, I have to be here because I have businesses here, but, and I was like, I don't, I don't want to be here. I want to be there. And then shocker, the abide part comes in and. And I just, I I want to leave behind what I want and I want to be where God wants me. If he has me here, it's, it's for, it's for a purpose. And, and I have to clear out all of the junk of, but this is not what I want. This is not what's best for me, God. Instead, trusting that God, because I do abide in him and he in me, that he has me here for a reason. And I have to bloom where I'm, where I'm at. So
0: bloom where you're planted.
1: Yeah. I don't want to be planted here though, but I have to remember that I don't want what I want. I want what God wants. And if God, obviously God wants me here for, for right now, but it doesn't have, it doesn't like, it doesn't have to be forever. Right. Um, hopefully it's not, but we'll see.
0: (laughs) So surrender is another word coming up. Just the surrender.
1: Surrender. Gosh, that's so true. Surrender, surrender, surrender. I surrender, Lord. I'm saying it here.
0: I know.
2: Hands up, I surrender.
1: (laughs) Hands up. I surrender. It's
2: public. It's out there now.
0: <laughs> yeah. How about you, Darius? What do you want to leave behind?
2: Well, those struggles that I mentioned at the beginning, I, I want to leave them behind, which is the struggles of erratic emotions, just anger and this COVID thing, as many of you and we've talked about it ad nauseum with my my grandson having COVID, being born with COVID for three months in the hospital, ICU, tubed up, intubated for two months and the fear, it was excessive. The fear was excessive. The doubt, the sadness, it was excessive. It was excessive. It was debilitating. My dog died right before that. And and there was just, I, I got COVID. I've had, I had COVID twice in 2021. I was afraid going into the second time and it was absolutely nothing. So I've never, I used to be called fearless when I was young. I had a coworker, a man that he used to call me fearless because I was, I didn't, express it. I didn't feel anything too excessive. And it's a it's fine. And I just feel that I needed to I need to leave those emotions. They're not how God made me. God did not make me for those extremes. And so I do want to leave any anything that's excessive or anything that's too extreme behind. It's not my nature. And I don't react well mm-hmm. because I forget about the Lord. I forget about a lot of things because they take over. And right. so they become your focus. They become my focus when they've never been. I have other things that, that are my stumbling blocks, but I just found in 2021, it was a huge struggle, especially the second half. But it started like that with this COVID, it, the, the fear and the and the waiting for it to happen and and eventually getting it and afraid of whether, whether oh, I have to fight intubation if I go to the hospital because I was pretty sick the first time. and And here I am. And I know that none of that added to the end result, which is the Lord wanted me to stay constant because that was my word. Mm
0: -hmm. And,
2: and now I know that the happiness that I felt when everything was getting better and, and that I survived and that was also an extreme because like my daughter-in-law said, it's all a blur. It's,
0: it's where am I at right now? And I want to be, I want to be in his joy. Isn't it interesting that what you want to leave behind was the fear, the doubt, the strong emotions of focusing on yourself or others, which isn't bad, and that this year your word is joy, which we know is Jesus, others, and self, yourself, J-O-Y, Jesus, others, yourself. But it's just so interesting that that would be your, I, like, I don't know if that was part of your process. But it's beautiful that you want to leave behind these emotions and you're choosing joy this year. And it's interesting that we talked about Shonda needing to surrender and let go of her own plan except God's plan. And how do we do that? By abiding with God. You know? Yes. Like, it's just amazing. The and With joy. Really. Yeah, with joy. With joy. With joy. <laughs> joy. Abiding in joy. Yes. In because joy.
1: if I have the joy, like you said, like if I have the joy, then I'll be happy wherever I'm at. Exactly. Whether that's here or
0: Timbuktu. And we know that the joy, the fullness of joy is in his presence. And the only way to be in his presence is to be connected and abide in him. We Thank have you. found, we have figured out the puzzle, people. <laughs> this is the. Send us your word and we will figure it out for you. And let you know <laughs> the, the secrets hidden deep within the word of the year. Mm-hmm. My
1: goodness, he's so
0: good. All right, so before we close, I would love for each of you to give a word of encouragement to that one person listening today that's struggling with, I'm going to leave that to you. And both of you can give a unique word of encouragement. And I'm praying that it really speaks to um, our friend that's listening today on the other side. I've been
1: dealing with and without breaking any confidence as you guys, you guys know, but we've had some a tragedy in, in the last eight, nine days and nothing is too big for God. Like nothing, not death, not like dare to say, not divorce or a wayward child or, or financial loss or ruin nothing. And I, I feel like I've come back from every single one of them, literally, but nothing is too big for him. And I dealing with this this tragedy that we've been dealing with in my family for the for the last week or so. For a moment, I thought, you know, I've I've been asking all of my my prayer warriors, which these two ladies are 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 in that group, to please pray for us and pray for for what's going on. And and I kind of maybe doubted that God could heal this person's heart in this tragic loss. I thought it's just going to be time. Time's going to be what heals her. But it wasn't. And it isn't. It's God. And and she has run into the arms of Jesus and trusted in his sovereignty, trusted that the plan that that he has for her right now is off is awfully far from the what she thought. And but that he is enough. He truly is enough. And will it will it soften the blow? Will it make it go away? No but will it make it bear? Will he make it bearable? Absolutely. God will give you more than you can handle. Absolutely. However, he will be there to help you handle it. So nothing, nothing is too big for God.
0: Yeah. It makes me think of that quote that says you, you might not get over it, but God can help you get through it. So Mm. true. And
1: that's it right there. You know, I I told my daughter, I can't protect you from this situation and I can't make it better. It's, you have to just put one foot in front of the other and walk through the fire because you know, like, like Daniel, God is going to protect you in that. It's not going to burn you up. You Mm -hmm. are going to get to the other side. So, yeah.
0: So if you're listening today and you think that message was for you, receive it and seek God and pray over it. And we're praying for you. Absolutely. Yes.
2: And what I would encourage anyone that's going through clinical or perceived depression, sadness, hopelessness, yeah, fear, hopelessness, despair, anxiety, worry. And those are those are those extremes that I talked about earlier that I had had fear. I say, look up and take these verses that have been shared today. Not only just the ones, the three that I shared, the ones that Shonda shared. Go back to previous podcasts. And write them down. Grab a handful of them, the, the the Colossians verse, and you will see that the joy of the Lord is indeed. It's a strange thing. Many of us go to midweek Bible study, and you get there, and you're like, Why do I don't even feel like coming here? I have so much to do. I'm tired. I had a full work three days, and tomorrow I got to go back and wake up. That alarm is going to roll around tomorrow. Six o'clock is going to roll around. That alarm is going. But you leave refreshed because the joy of the Lord and the gathering of this of the saints. And the time spent in his word, in his presence, there is fullness of joy. And try it and see. That's what he says. The Lord says, test, let's see. Try it. And if we try it, and that's where I'm at, it's not that we have we walk around with the halo and and on clouds, and ah no, we have we have the same issues that everybody has. It's just a choice. And and I would urge you, listener, sister, friend, brother, friend. I would urge you, seek God and 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 abide. Stay put, stay put and see um, what things he has for you that we can't even imagine because he's done it for us. And I know that I'm going to see his glory through all of this. And I know that I'm going to walk joyfully regardless of what's coming in 2022. No one's had a perfect year. I don't know anyone who has had a perfect year from the day they were born. So I know something's coming. I don't know how grand or how little. I, do, I, I'm hoping that Lord gives us a year of Jubilee in my family after 2021, but you know what, <laughs> whatever he says, I hope to stay in the fullness of his joy because I plan to be in his presence. And so I urge you listener to also friend, take our advice.
0: It works.
1: Grab. Yeah. I-, I, I keep thinking of that verse taste and see that the Lord is good. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. So good. hmm and like we said we're we're thinking about yep. the words and the the struggles that we had in the past and seeking to release those things to God and help us to overcome them and i want to close before we close in prayer with philippians 4 starting in verse 8 it says finally my sisters whatever is true whatever is honorable whatever is just whatever is pure lovely commendable if there's anything excellent If there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned, received, and heard, and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. And ladies, what is always true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, and excellent? Our Lord. Our Lord. Our Lord. Our Lord. So if you don't know what else to think about, think about God. Think about God. And if you don't know what to think about God, open the Bible. Open the Bible to Colossians or Philippians or Psalms and read. Find out more about him yeah. and then keep coming back. If you enjoyed this podcast, I hope you'll share it with a friend. I hope you'll subscribe and do all those wonderful things that support us so we can continue to grow our circle of friends. And I invite which one of you would like to close in prayer? I started you close. Oh, you started. Okay, <laughs> let's go. Father God, we love you. We
2: praise you. We're in awe of you, really, Lord. How you knit things together and and they work out in an absolutely unplanned and miraculous way, and you are just amazing. And we are so not worthy, but you are so worthy of our praise and our and honor, and glory and and we love you deeply, Lord. We love you so much, and we thank you for this time together in your Word, sharing with friends. I pray blessings upon anyone who listens to this. Uh, podcast and, and, and gets a better glimpse of who you are. May our words uh, decrease and you increase through these words and, and our desire to honor you and to be a blessing. Thank you, God, for uh, this time. We love you and we entrust um, the rest of this day, the rest of our week, and this year uh, with these words and being alongside
0: of you. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you for listening and thank you, ladies, for joining me. Thank you. Thanks for having me.
2: Lisa, we love you.
0: Thanks for joining us for today's Faith with Friends podcast. We hope you will like and subscribe as we continue the conversation. Follow us on Instagram at Faith with Friends. If you enjoyed this podcast, would you forward to your friends? So our circle will continue to grow.